New Pod World Order. Planet Comic Con. New Pod World Order comes to Planet Comic Con February 16th through the 18th at Bartle Hall, 301 West 13th Street in Kansas City, Missouri. Stop by and meet the crew of Jerry Butler, Dave Weimer, Cindy Bunn, and Julie Humphrey. Get your hands on some free swag and sign up now if you want to become a podcast partner with New Pod World Order. For more information, go to newpodworldorder.com and visit the website, planetcomiccon.com. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay. I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast on the New Pod World Order Network. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Codswallop, right here, man. Welcome to the latest episode of Talking Codswallop. I am here with my wonderful friend, Jerry Butler. Hey, yay, round of applause. Single clap. <laughs> That's all you need when you got one fan like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a sold out crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Only seats one. I sold it out. <laughs> Yes, indeed. So, how have I know I saw you last night mm-hmm. to record, but um, uh, how have you been? Because I haven't seen you on a personal level for a long no. time. So, uh, it's been it's been good. With the I think I can't remember the last time we did a solo episode together. I don't know if it was. Uh, I think it was Soldier Pod. Yeah, yeah, that's been um, a while. A lot of things yeah. have happened in the personal life. If we're going to delve into that realm, but. It's been if you'd like to. Uh, it's been it's been a crazy up and down. Um, I think the biggest stressor in my life right now has been my kids. Their kids and they're dabbling into uh, adulthood, and they're oh, okay. they're dabbling into uh, herbal relief, which has led into uh, some narcotics as well as too. So that's been that was hard to come determines with i have one daughter who went on a she's very smart and i've always been i'll go on the record to say i've always been okay with my kids if they smoked marijuana and that's only because i did at their age and i just felt like well i was responsible in the sense of like when i was going to do anything that was going to inebriate me i just stayed at my, at my friend's house told my parents where my friend lived I was like, I'm going to be here for the weekend. So I'll be out of your guys' hair. So they were fine. They are just like, you know, whatever. If you ever get picked up, it's on Neo. It's like, okay, well, 
I guess I'm just going to do everything inside the house. Well, the one daughter, she has gone on to the record at Christmas time, right before Christmas, that she finished all of her finals, passed them, and then went to go celebrate and went to her source of, well, her dealer's house, we'll just call it that. And uh, I guess he got a little aggressive and asked her, you know, you never tell me no, especially when I'm passing out free drugs or whatever. And I don't know. Probably a little bit of her not having any self-control and his aggression, but they went on a 24-hour binge of, like, smoking meth. Oh, God. Yeah. That's the worst thing that yeah. anyone could... I mean, you know, they're all pretty bad apart from marijuana. That's, you know, that's... You've never heard of anyone sort of... It'd be, you know... um killing someone right. with marijuana necessarily because everyone's too chilled out with it but um you know yeah her there's so many bad drugs out there yeah she was not the same kid that i knew she came over for christmas and well she had done this on the friday before christmas i think they got out of school on december 15th so she did a whole entire binge between the 15th and 16th of this meth shit or whatever oh god and it was it wrecked her because they, uh, like my daughter, the other daughter was just like, she slept for like 72 hours straight. And I was like, Jesus Christ. But mm. that's been the stressor of my personal life the whole entire dealing with that. And she's, she sent me a Snapchat or whatever. That's how we usually communicate through Snapchat. And, uh, she was like, well, I'm 30 days into being sober or whatever. And I was like, well. It's on you. I mean, you are an adult now. Yeah, I mean, thirty days is it? Thirty days does need um, congratulating as well, though, as well, because yeah. it's it's it is a big achievement to kick anything, really, because it's like I should be giving up smoking and things, because <laughs> uh, being diagnosed with diabetes, especially, I should. But at the same time, I'm not in the right headspace. Yeah. But you almost feel like every day that you haven't had a cigarette or whatever um you just feel like it's a rewarding day you know you should be almost you know like in a room of people they're clapping you (laughs) (laughs) yeah you went a whole day without one you know yeah because it is hard it is hard to um to kick an addiction yeah well and i think that's why uh the withdrawal of that is so terrible that that's why people stay on it, you know, mm. which is, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that was, I, I haven't told too many people, but whatever, it's on a podcast now, so we can yeah. openly discuss, you know, things here in our forum, in our craft. We can do. <laughs> yeah. So Aww. yeah, that was, that was the holidays, which I don't know kind of like shitty timing but what can you do you know but yeah i'm proud that's of her kids that, for you though isn't it yeah yeah that's kids for you perfect timing on everything you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah how were your holidays they were good thank you they were not anywhere near as eventful uh, eventful um on christmas day pretty much just went down my brother's house uh, he only lives like 20 minute drive away from where we live. So right it's not far. 
and yeah, spent the day. We watched. We actually played uh, Cards Against Humanity, and um, it was a whole family. So I've got my mum, who's uh, sixty-seven, <laughs> nearly sixty-eight this year, <laughs> and then my, it's, the age range was from sixty-eight to sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So that was quite interesting. But every time it was sort of like her turn to um, be the black card reader, right. I was sort of like looking at my cards going, oh, I'm not going to waste that good one. <laughs> I'm going to give a lame one. Because <laughs> I was like, every time it was something horrifying, she was like, oh, God. I was going to ask you, how horrifying was it for you to hear your mom like say certain words? Or just... <laughs> no, it wasn't actually, to be honest, because we're quite... Um, we're quite close really so it's uh it's not too bad you know like oh, we cool. always have a bit of a giggle and a laugh and joke about i was stuff. thinking that's why... i had imagery in my head of the whole entire movie um the cable guy where they're playing password okay. he's like the password is clitoris he's like no i am not saying that <laughs> <laughs> oh come on we're all adults here <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think yeah. I, I don't think she had ever any really really dodgy cards. But it was kind of like you know, it was sort of like I can't remember specific words now. But there were certain times when my sixteen-year-old niece was going, "What's such and such mean?" And we were like, <laughs> "Well, here's a quick lesson Definitely. for you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was times as well when my mum would say that, and I was like, "I just we'll put that card back." <laughs> then last christmas she was the one who said um instead of saying sound you know like you say um playing charades and doing sounds like so obviously when you do sounds like you grab your ear don't you no (laughs) you tap your nose apparently it sounds like it sounds like really (laughs) that's what my mum did oh she's getting sounds like like that's what that's when you're saying you're close to it you know like oh no that's what it smells like isn't it? Because it's your nose. I, I always thought when people tap the nose, they're like, "Oh, you, you're very close." Okay. I don't know. It's a, probably another one of those things where Americans do something one way and Brits do it the other way. You know. Well, I, I can assure you that sounds like is uh, yes. generic. Is your yeah, that is universal. <laughs> yes, that's the word I was looking for. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. It was good, and um, Boxing Day was also quite good as well. So, um, yeah, just kind of chilled out, really, just watching movies and, you know, eating when you fancy eating and then stopping eating and yeah. feeling sick. My diet took a blow <laughs> over the over the holidays. I think most diets do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was crazy because I, I lost, like, uh, I was, like, down to, like, uh, like three. 52 or something then we just had a week of just fucking great time you know whatever and i had stepped yeah. on the scale like a week later and i was like up to like 370 i was like oh my god like my body must have just loved to hold on to whatever it was it's like goddamn yeah. carbs but are you back on track now yeah i'm i'm down into the 360 area oh that's good well done it's been it's been kind of fun weekend a little bit here and there yeah it's, it's all of them all diets are challenges i think god every every podcast we've everybody's always talked about some form of yeah. diet you know but everybody fights and struggles with it but i don't know i just um 
I've just tried to do good. This week I've taken off just because we're uh, we're starting to get under the 30-day mark for this Planet Comic Con. It's just kind of like I need mm-hmm. to make sure I'm ready for it. Uh, we have our panel discussion figured out, and we have, you know, all the ads that we can place put in order, or we have fucking, you know, people getting their stuff in. You know, it's kind of just... It's kind of funny. Well, for me, I don't know. I put, I, I get anxiety, you know, just making sure everything's going to be hitched on anytime it's a first time. So, yep, absolutely. This is like one of the biggest cons for my area here. You know, Kansas City has a very large one, and like the close, the other ones are in either Denver or Chicago. So, like, with Kansas City being in the middle there, it's it's a good one to hit. Yeah, that's good. And and just in case anyone's not understanding, do you want to talk about it? You didn't want to yesterday. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about it now. Yeah, um, no, that's fine. We are we're finally getting our our feet on the ground on promoting the network. We've lived off of Twitter and Facebook for the last two years, and it's done good for us. You know, yeah. I think everybody has a good solid following for being new podcasts in an already oversaturated podcast world where everybody has a podcast but we've still have banded together we've still supported each other we've still promoted but now it's time to really get working face to face with people you know get it out there there's i think there's only so much that you can really do on a social media level i mean it's a necessary evil but i think it's now time to you know get our feet on the ground get the imagery out there and start working together and i'm excited for this one because we're pulling in god i wanted to talk like in third person in a way we're going to pull in the cod swallop yeah we'll have some promo stuff there <laughs> we're going to pull in the cult of dave those two jackasses will be there oh god can you can you ask them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's bad enough i have to put up with them on the hullabaloo <laughs> yeah yeah um the crazy kids from Soldier Pod will be there. Yeah. Um, the Totes Milady, one yes. half of the Totes, will be there. I think she's the main main Totes now, <laughs> isn't she? Really. <laughs> the main Totes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all the podcasts are going to be represented, and that was kind of the thing I wanted to make sure to do was create a really nice banner that had everybody's names on it, and uh, working with Julie, uh, she came up with a great idea that we're going to have snippets of all of our podcasts available for people to listen to. So we have people that stop by that want to check us out without having to put, you know, stuff on their phone. It's right there. We'll have stuff loaded up. So, and plus we'll have live podcasting as well too. So if people want to stop by or, or do a quick little record with us on what they think about the podcast, the con or whatever we'll have that available yeah um, sign up details for people who want to sign up and everything yeah exactly i uh we can sign you up on new pod world order right then and there if people are wanting to do a podcast they can certainly try it for a year you know which um, i highly recommend to anybody who's listening because <laughs> seriously though because like without your guys um support and everything i've said it on many episodes before but without your support uh, you know i probably wouldn't be doing this now well i think that's the one key thing to what's i think i've liked about it is that we all you know we all have our own little craft and everything our own little podcast but everybody still works to you know retweet or you know promote or you know 
be a guest on each other's show and that's that's been helping it still stay together you know um that's what i've liked about it and it's kept as a community but we're all now kind of just wondering like uh how do we how do we really get this going out and so i've just kind of think in some terms it's like okay well i i don't know how many cons are in the uk or what cons are in australia where beach is at and i was like well i know we have it here and dave had kicked around the idea of doing cons and i was like well i don't know mm -hmm. i mean can we afford that and whatever and looked into it it's actually pretty easy and i think you know i see other podcasts that are going to be at this planet comic con and it's just like they're promoting their podcast and i'm just like i can promote an, 10 podcasts yeah an entire one, network yeah yeah under this and i was just like i think well whatever if this is what i can do to help all of us out great hmm. you know and we got everybody else you know chipping in on the stuff so i think it's cool so we have the first one is uh plant comic-con uh if people want to check it out there's a shit ton of celebrity guests like big name people i think Aquaman, Jason Momoa is going to be there. I know, I saw that one. I was going to ask Julie to go up and give him a kiss from me. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Roker was a big one. Um, there was another British actor as well. Not that either of those are British, but... Um, they have uh, Kevin Conroy, the, the most iconic voice of Batman ever, <laughs> is going to be there. Um, there's a couple people from The Walking Dead. Alice Cooper's going to be there. Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. John Cusack. Yep. Um, if you like your Game of Thrones, Jerome Flynn. Oh, he yeah. he used to do, if you happen to meet him, he used to do a TV program um, that went into a singing career. <laughs> you do all these like old 1940s songs. <laughs> with um, Oh. <laughs> he likes to sing okay. of them, so... <laughs> Yeah, there's some Power Rangers there if you're into that thing. Um, nice. But yeah, they really pull in. Oh yeah, the guy who plays uh, King Ezekiel in The Walking Dead, Carrie Payton. Oh, Matthew Lewis is there as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Danny Trujillo. Wow. And the comic book guests there are just as amazing too. Um, my good buddy Colin Bunn. Yeah. He's going to be there. Uh, we mentioned that his beautiful and talented wife, Cindy Bunn. The other half of the Soldier Pod will be there. Um, Neil Adams, the guy who is most uh, iconic with Superman. Uh, Greg Capullo, uh, one of the greatest artists that I've ever have seen. He does Batman, did Spawn. Everybody should know him. Okay. But good writers. Scott Snyder. Oh, recognize that name. Uh, Jeremy Hahn, Phil Hester. That's a, it's a Dan Jurgens and Tom Keen. I mean, they got some like big ass like DC powerhouse dudes that are going to be there so i just sat and i was just like holy shit this was a great year to get in on this one here i really wanted to and i wish i would have been we would have been had this insight like a year ago because kansas city has two comic cons that operate down there there's like one in november and then there's this one called planet comic con but the one in november had like the whole entire like uh comic book men cast minus Walt, but yeah. kevin smith did a, 
did a Fat Man on Batman show there. Jay Muse was there. Yeah, he did. Um, he did a Fat Man on Batman uh, when he came over to the UK when he came over to London because um, Mark Bernardian was there as well. So that mm-hmm. was that was quite good. Um, I yeah. hadn't listened to Fat Man on Batman at that point though, so I didn't really know what to expect. But, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. So then also after this, so we'll go February. There will be a small push of the new Pod World Order in April down in Dallas. Uh, there'll be more so Cult to Dave and Not Your Mama's Football Show, but we'll still have the. We're going to do a network banner down there as well too, and so that'll be in Dallas. Well, at least you got two of those, eh? What's that? At least you got two of those banners, though. Hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was totally awesome on my part. <laughs> I was so fucking proud of myself. I fucking I was like, look how fucking big this fucking banner is, <laughs> ten foot wide. Look at this shit. <laughs> I was seriously, and I thought, hmm, how big is that booth again? Did I buy a ten foot booth? No, <laughs> I bought a six foot booth. But. At least you've got one for a six a six foot booth, and you've got one for a ten foot booth now as well. So you know you're set for right. the future. Well, which is kind of funny because it actually will work out because when we go to do our Dallas gig, yeah, we're gonna have a ten foot uh, canopy tent set up. Oh, even better. See, I was like, well, shit, that worked out. What about to. <laughs> so pay off in the end because you know yeah i don't know if they give you money for banners and things like that i'm sure they don't but um or in the budget at least you haven't got a factor that in this time the first one of them uh we had the network was able to pay for uh when i realized i fucked up i owned up and i i bought the second one out of my own pocket i thought that was a fair thing to do yeah yeah so whatever but then after that in July, we'll have a local con here in Omaha called Omaha Comic Con. Uh, Ming Chin is one of the first guests to sign up to say he'll be here, so that'll be kind of cool and exciting because I yeah, I did do a small podcast with him before at Planet Comic Con, but I was such a fucking newbie and so fucking starry-eyed on, oh my god, I watch this guy on fucking TV, how do I even fucking... Oh yeah, I was a total fucking wreck, which is stupid. It's just Ming fucking Chin. No, I know. I know exactly what you mean, though, because you remember, because I was, um, because obviously I've been editing uh, this week's podcast, and I've put in mm-hmm. my the Brian Johnson interview, and I'm listening at myself, <laughs> and I'm going, oh god... <laughs> Why do I allow myself to act like that? Pardon? I said, why do we allow ourselves to act like that? Like, we can't keep our shit under control. (laughs) I think it's just nerves that come in, though, isn't it? It's nerves that come into play. And then, yeah, the more you do it, the more you get used to it. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, My secret guest. Are you ready? You have a secret guest. Are you ready? I might give you some clues. I might feel miserable. Okay, but have you got any idea on who it might be at this point? I was thinking, maybe she uh, just reached out to Declan and said, hey, be a guest. No, much, much better than Declan. Much, much better than (laughs) Dec. Yes. Do you got Brian Johnson? No. Already done that one. No. Um, I've got. Oh, I didn't know. It's okay. So he lives in LA. Got Garmin. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I've got. An wow. Inter- that's who I've got my interview with, Ralph Garmin. Shit, that's a big one, Jim. It is a big one. That's why I've been Good so job. worried about um, being able to get this audio sorted and everything. So mm-hmm. I was thinking actually I could probably keep that in anyway because this is going to be the episode after that anyway. So. Um, 
But yeah. Well, this episode has to come out before February 16th. Oh, yeah. It will be out before that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fidget's in again. Um, <laughs> yeah, it definitely will be out before then. Um, All right, cool. I'm really trying my hardest to actually get into it properly this time. So, but yeah. Nice. What do you think? Well, that's sweet. That's pretty sweet. How did you learn that? Well, he, you know, he does his, um, he's got his new project. I don't know if you know about it, but it's um, called The Ralph Report because he got axed from the radio station. Do you know that? Or No, uh, no. I don't know much of Ralph's career, honestly. Okay. He worked for a radio station called K-Rock. And after about 20 years, they just let him go. Okay. Which... You know, it was just it was just horribly done. It wasn't done very nicely at all. Um, and he was wondering how to, you know, how to kind of get a job, basically, because like that was his main income. He's obviously got Family Guy, but that's not. He's only got bit parts on that. So he then uh, started up the Ralph Report, which is a daily podcast that he's doing, but through Patreon. So, oh, okay. So yeah, it's three dollars a month up to $20 a month and I'm I'm um, a four star Garmy general so it's the highest nice. something um and I just happened to message him saying look do you want any help with this uh we're promoting I know you're fully capable of doing promoting yourself but do you want any help and he said oh yeah that would be good but as long as you make it like a fan account rather than make it look like it's actually mine if that makes sense and uh right yes yes yeah, so I, I created the the Ralph Report fan page on Twitter and then I've just been like tweeting from it daily and he followed me on cool. that and then he followed me on my personal account as nice. well yeah and then and then I was just feeling cheeky one day and I thought I'd ask <laughs> well, what's fun it never hurts never it never, never hurts. hurts no so um yes yeah, so as excited as I am I'm also a little bit nervous as well so but I've got my questions ready that's the one thing to work on is just people just not be afraid to ask yeah. you know just go and do it. I mean, I, I learned that through like the first con that I went to. It's just like, well, shit, you know, if you if you just ask like, hey, can you just give me a soundbite? I'm like, mm. pretty sure a lot of people are apt to it or whatever. So, or an interview or whatever. Yeah. And you know. if they, if they really don't want to, or they really can't, you've just got to be respectful and just, pat, you know, carry yeah. on, don't you? I've been shot down even, I, it's funny because I think I've had more interactions with people or they're, I guess, more i would consider in celebrity like they're like yeah sure i'll do that whereas i've gone to like an artist that i'd like on a book i'm like hey can i do an interview with you he's like right now well i wouldn't i was like i told this guy I'm like no i'm not gonna do it right now i mean this is your your booth is you're your working right now i don't want to take up your time from earning money i'm like how about like when you get to your house or whatever we can do a skype thing and he's like no when i get home i don't i was like you are so weird. <laughs> so did, did, you, did you then just turn around to that person and say, I guess, did you want to do it right now then? <laughs> no, I just said, <laughs> I just, I just kind of, kind of gave him the fuck off. I was I'm like, can you just sign my comic books? <laughs> just fucking sign them. Okay. Weird fucking dude. <laughs> Who was? Oh, I suppose you can't really say, can you? Well, I suppose you can. Now I can um, just, uh, take it out. Well, he was on. He was. He was. I can't remember. Uh, it was Greg. Uh, Greg Land, I think maybe or just strange dude. Strange dude. Draws really good, but I was just like, 
I always try to make it like, hey, if I see people at a con, I know a lot of those artists are there to sell what they need to be selling. And I'm not going to, I feel like I'm not going to interrupt their time, you know, by taking away if they're doing business, you know, that's how I feel. It's like, hey, if you want to do this afterwards, especially on Skype, because it's just like you can be in the comfort of your own house and just, you know, do it at your own time. Yeah. And then when we're done, it's just like fucking hang up and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's, it's that easy, you know? But yeah, it was, that was weird. That was like the first time because I, I was just like, oh, that just kind of went weird. <laughs> like everybody else is just like, yeah, hook up a time. Here's my email. We're like, all right, cool, cool. You know, sure. Yeah, it's it's insane, isn't it? But no, I um when I went to London film and Comic Con again, I actually did have my voice recorder. You know the little thing right. we were playing around with earlier. H one is it still? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it still that? <laughs> the Zoom H one, yes. Yeah, a fine quality product. I get good. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I actually managed to get a um. Uh, what's it called a pass not a pass but a little band that was for a press pass Mm -hmm. Uh, my friend managed to get it off of his arm and I then managed to get it on mine so you know I was then although again I brought a ticket and everything so it was all good but I was also had that extra perk of having press pass as well so that was quite nice yeah that helps yeah I've still got it in my bag as well so I was thinking of trying to use it this this year (laughs) nice little souvenir yeah but I did actually ask, you know, like I did actually go up to the booths and stuff and ask people if they had time for an interview and stuff. So I've got, yeah. I've got quite a few, you know. It's fun to do once you once you get it going, especially when you get that first one. That's just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, my first, I would think my first one, and it was childhood, like fucking eyes just rolled over. But uh, I used to be a big, huge wrestling fan, and I loved like the 80s and 90s wrestlers and jake the snake roberts was here okay and we get went up and he was at the con and i you know got an autograph from him and then i his daughter works his table with him so i just asked the daughter you know like hey if you guys got time for an interview it'd be all right you know and so she sent me off and <laughs> they talked and came back and she goes yeah why don't you uh why don't you show up here early tomorrow about you know before the con starts and so sure shit like i'm talking to like this guy i used to watch wrestle when i was eight nine years old yeah you know and talk to him finally it's like oh my god that was that was that was like my first like big interview was with jade snake roberts and i thought like oh this is so cool so awesome <laughs> but i'm looking forward to it because it's just like now like we've done this already and you've had experience it's like man now it's just like going forward like everybody can grab these great interviews with people and we can share them on our network and on our podcast and it's like fuck this is this is awesome so that's all you and all you've got to do is ask it's because let's start that again all you've got to do (laughs) is ask because at the end of the day what's the worst that's going to happen that person's going to say no and you just move on don't you so yeah just move on yep Yes. Exciting times are in the future for us. I think so. I think so. And it's a good way to promote the network, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it... Uh, I said, honestly, I mean, there's just so much we can do on, on Twitter and Facebook, you know. I, I think I think people, uh, social media-wise, get more annoyed of the whole entire, you know, request from, like, just stuff that they don't know. But 
at the same time, you kind of got to, and you know, you may grab a listener here or there, but I think our approach by having a booth and having people working with us, I mean, my wife is chipping in too. She's going to be walking around. We're going to make out some handout flyers and she's going to work the floor as well too. And I don't know. I just, it's kind of nervous because I'm just like, man, I hope this pays off. I think like I hope, I just hope the, the pods in general get like, I don't know, 10 or 15 more listeners, you know, or something, you know, just yeah, something that'll show. Um, or we get a few more people you know, to add to the family. Right, right. You know, and I think people having, you know, if they're starting to see like more listeners chiming in, it kind of wants you to keep up on your game and, yeah, you know, keep, you know, doing what you're doing. So yeah. I don't know, Emma. It's, we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, because you just don't want to let those people down, do you? So. Because I felt I felt really bad with the little, you know, the hiatus, hiatus, hi, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. The time that I took off, <laughs> I'm so good at English. <laughs> um, the time that I took off, I think it was about three or four months, you know. But mm-hmm. it just, it just wasn't, um, you know. I just wanted to sort of start that course and everything, you know. Yeah, I I think I wanted to. Uh... Oh, just in general, I just want there just to be more awareness of our of our product and our brand. Yeah. You know, I just, it's been fun having, you know, our friends of our friends, you know, jump mm-hmm. in and everything and sign on. But yeah, the big push is just to get, you know, people who are interested in doing a podcast to give us a try and, yeah, or just listen to the podcast in general so because once they listen they probably realize that they want to join in and actually yeah it might spark them just to be like well these guys sound like dumbasses i can do that better yeah <laughs> <laughs> or i can do it just as well yeah <laughs> right <laughs> um last thing because obviously you've got a panel as well haven't you are you are you thinking of doing like a periscope or a um facebook live of the the panel um we're gonna have to i don't know we might be able to work it off of somebody's phone there. Yeah. Um, we're limited in in the amount of people that we have right now. There's going to be, a, there's five of us total. Three of us are doing the panel. So at least one person is going to have to be at the booth. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if we can have another person like Periscope from the back of the room or whatever. I mean, I could certainly. From the side, maybe. I was going to say, I can certainly set up uh my phone to periscope from the, <laughs> from the the panel itself out so you know if you want to be like ah it looks like i'm virtually sitting there with you and everybody else like yeah watch my periscope if you want to be a participant in the audience we'll go watch this other person's periscope <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i think he's like if you said to your like wife or whatever she might be able to sort of stand at the side they might allow yeah. her to do that and um you know, as as people are asking questions and things, there's another good way of showing it around. Yeah, that's been one of my biggest learning curves, too, as a person uh, just going forward with this, um, is learning how to, I don't know how to say it without making it sound like I'm fucking being a, a jerk or an asshole, but... Well, Jerry, we all know that you're a jerk and an asshole, so carry on. <laughs> all right. I just, it's been, uh, it's been hard for me to like, uh, other people to help me. Yeah. I know that. It, it's kind of like, okay, well I started this and I should be, I should be, you know, 
making sure everybody's represented. I should be making sure things get done. And um, you're too independent. Well, it's not independent. I think it, yeah, it probably is independent, but a, a sense of just like this should be my burden to take on because mm-hmm. I'm the one that's you know making sure people pay their dues every year, and I'm the one that's you know you know, spending the money to go to these cons to make sure we're represented. So I just, I don't know. I feel like asking other people, I mean, that paid to be part of our service to help out. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. But those people, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm double dipping them, you know, like, Hey, thanks for paying me now. Uh, help, uh, help me out. Yeah. But <laughs> those people are also your friends as well. I mean, there's probably certain podcasts that you wouldn't necessarily ask favors from, but people like Dave, myself you know like uh, well, obviously i'm in a different country but you know i'd still help out if yeah. i could julie you know we're all friends so it's kind of yeah. it's not part of the network at that point it's somebody being a friend to somebody else right and that's that's been the big help um you know because dave w- was really uh, excited about doing a panel yeah. and so i feel like that'll be kind of his uh, specialty at this thing um he's been wanting to do one for a while and i'm not a good public speaker but i figured with the comfort of julie and dave next to me i can speak okay i just i don't know you get you get more than four eyeballs looking at me i'm just like uh i can't i can't do this. is that is that a dig to me at the moment because i'm wearing glasses or uh no no that was not a dig at you whatsoever <laughs> No, I know it wasn't. Four eyes. Yeah, specky four eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But I think think, uh, I'll probably be better uh, at the panel because we got to do almost a full day of work on Friday and Saturday. So it's like, you know, I just don't want to be a person that's just sitting behind the booth and just waiting for people to come out to us. I kind of, you know, want to be like... Entice them over. As soon as... As soon as, yeah, as soon as eyeballs hit me, I'm just like, hey, come here. Yeah. Throw a badge at them. Come over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have all the badges and we'll have all the patches and we'll have all the stickers. And then, um, I think our, uh, bag of dicks is going to help us out. Oh, too. that would be amazing. They have, uh, should be on the way, uh. Hopefully it gets here in time, but they're sending up about 500 sample size of bag of dicks. Now, I know it's a family-friendly con, so we'll be kind of conscious about, you know, like, hey, little kid, you want some dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I figure people who are talking to us or whatever, wanting to know, um, are kind of just feeling wild, like, you know, hey, do you, do you like a, a good gag gift or whatever, you know? You know, if they're like, yeah, I'd like that, you know, I'm like, have you ever thought about sending somebody a bag of dicks? <laughs> well, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, and obviously you've got your promo code, haven't you? So that will work. Yeah, the promo code still works. Yeah. Still works. Codpod at bagofdicks.com. Yeah. If you want a bag of dicks, <laughs> it's much better than a, a sack of shit. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Use promo code card pod for 10%, 10% off. So, so 
Those guys and those guys have been super effing awesome. I talked to talked to them on Friday, and that's how we got. It was just Friday we finally got everything finalized. Yeah, they're just like, hey, well, this size work. I'm like, yeah, it's perfect. How many do you need? Uh, Five hundred should cover the con and maybe the next event. Okay, we're gonna throw in some cups and some koozies. I'm like, fucking sweet. Yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, they obviously noticed that you've done. You guys have done something for them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think. Well, Dave landed him for the Cult of Dave, but we really incorporated him into our Nacho Mama's football show, so it's worked out, and then just shared it with the rest of the network, you know. Yeah. They have an affiliate program that everybody can sign up for, so that works out there. Um, I don't know. What else is there? Other than a bag of dicks, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. So if you're listening to this and happen to fancy yourself in the Midwest area of the United States, stop by. <laughs> February 16th through the 18th, Portal Hall. Yeah. 301 West 13th Street in Kansas City, Missouri. I know that if. For tickets to Planet Comic Con, go to Planet Comic Con. Planet Kong. And you can get. <laughs> yeah, Planet Kong. No. Planet Comic Con.com. You can get tickets there. Very good. Very good promote that. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen to the ad that Jim is going to plug. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be Just either at the beginning or the out. end of the episode, so you'll be able to hear it in full. But yeah, yeah I mean, it is hard because um, you you find it hard to actually talk about promoting yourself in a way, don't you? But you're good at it. Well, you're very good I, at it. But well, I thought it was I thought it was cool. Like you know, just in how we talk in the DM, it's just kind of like you know, nobody's like we don't blow it up all the time, but it's just like. It's kind of cool. I, I find it cool, like, if I just present an idea, like, people chime in right mm-hmm. away. Like, I know the people who are excited about doing podcasts or whatever, and I'm just like, cool, man. Like, I don't have to talk to everybody, like, every single day and make sure everybody's feelings are feeling good, you yeah. know? You know, I just drop in every three months, like, hey, we got this going on. Can you guys do anything about it or want to contribute, you know? And if anyone has got a problem, they can come speak to you, can't they? So yeah. Which we don't have, we don't have much problems. No, not at all. Mm. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know if you're interested, but I. <laughs> Next segment. <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking, you know, um, I've got a couple of questions if you would like to uh, answer them. All right. What did you want to be when you were a child? <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, I know I've gone through like some of my old picture books. That my mom has saved over the years. I swear to God, there was in kindergarten. They had, uh, we lived in a very small town. So they had a like a, a three block parade. Like that's all that you needed for a parade at this time. But all of us kids in kindergarten from the, from the school were supposed to go in the parade dressed up as who we wanted to be. And like there was my friend Jonathan and Thomas. Mm-hmm. And we all wanted to be. We all wanted to be truck drivers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry the truck driver. Sh- yeah, how shitty of a fucking aspiration in life is that? I just want to drive truck. <laughs> well, I mean, that's cool. If you want to be a truck driver, Jerry. I mean, you know, obviously, I'm assuming you're not. What does he actually do anyway? It's not. It's not a very. It's, it's not a very glamorous job. No. By any means. 
I mean, you get to see a lot of country. You do, and you get to yeah. see a lot of the road, and you get to see some characters. And if you, you know, like if you, even in those days, if you were a truck driver, a truck driver and you still wanted a podcast, you could interview the hooker with only four teeth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because at one time, when I was in between jobs, I didn't have any, there was, for the industry I was in, nobody was hiring. So I, I had to figure out something and I actually went and got a commercial driver's license here so that you could drive a truck. And I just thought, well, maybe I should do that. And then I thought to myself, like, Jesus Christ, maybe I was, maybe I was on to something in kindergarten. Yeah. Maybe this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Well, then I got into it and I was like, I do not want to do this. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think. I got my license with no problem. It's just then when I started talking to the, because all these truck industries have recruiters. They're just like, sign on with us and we'll give you a a bonus and we'll train you even more so than what your school did and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then this is how so naive or clueless, naive, just fucking straight up dumb, retarded, whatever you want to label it. (laughs) But I was sitting there, I talked to one recruiter. I had no fucking clue. And, uh. She was just like, well, we, we can set you up with a, a truck that you will lease from us or whatever. And then after X amount of years of working with us, you will own the truck or you can buy your own through us or whatever. And so they try to entice you by this. But I was asking the questions like, okay, so I know I can only drive for eight hours a day and then I have to stop. Um, do you guys reimburse for motels or how does this work? Where do I Where do I stay at? You know, um, or guess in the truck, you know, cause <laughs> I was like, cause I'm a type of guy. I like to shower every morning, you know, and stuff like that. And she goes, um, your bed is the truck. I was like, what? Yeah. Have you ever seen those semi trucks off the side of the road at truck stops? Yeah. That's where you sleep every night. Your office and your bedroom are all in one. I was like, oh fuck, that sucks. <laughs> like, I don't want to live in a fucking semi truck the rest you of my life. You don't want to be a jippo, do you? <laughs> No, no, no. Do you guys use the word gypo? Okay, it's like a gypsy. Um, so it's just our abbreviation of a gypsy, basically. No, I I figured it was something similar to like vagabond or something like that. Just or or that or a pikey, but that's the same thing. A pikey, (laughs) gypsy, a gypo or a pikey. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, yeah. So that was uh, uh, at the young age. Of like six or seven, I chose Aww. to be a truck driver. Oh, and then you tried to live the dream, and then it all flew up in your face because <laughs> you could never shower every day. <laughs> I can't imagine that. No. <laughs> I mean, I've no. gone, I've gone like you know on the weekends, like you know Saturday through Sunday. But sure, shit, Monday morning I'm taking a shower. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I can never imagine going like three or four days without a shower. If I do, I better be at some sweet outdoor concert that's well fucking worth it, you know? Yeah, I think. But even in that situation, I'd be taking wet wipes with me. (laughs) (laughs) And I tend to wash my hair as well. So it's kind of like I, you know, I'm at a festival at the water uh, water taps. Um, water taps, obviously water taps, not the not the solid cement taps. Um, (laughs) Filling up water bottles and uh, Mm -hmm. washing my hair. Yeah. That's been right. that's been quite a thing that I've done before. Pretty resourceful. Not every day that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I just thought about the whole entire man. Just every every night I pull into a truck stop and this is a truck stop food. Oh, 
No. Oh, this this doesn't sound good whatsoever. It's really not a dream, is it? No, but those guys. I mean, in that industry, like if you and that was that was the secondary part of it was then the whole entire. How does this affect your family life? Like, if you want to make the big bucks, like there's guys that drive that can easily make, you know, a hundred to two hundred thousand a year, but they're gone all the fucking time. Yeah. So they never get to enjoy it. No. And the, the divorce rate of people in that industry is extremely high. Yeah, I can imagine so. Because you know? then, yeah. then your your relationship just becomes like I never see him, but I see his paycheck. Yeah. You know, that's kind of just worse then. So yeah, most people with a um, conscience don't want just the paycheck, do they? They want the person as well. So. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what turned me off from the whole entire thing. Now, as far as what I do now, it's not even a glamorous job either. But basically, um, I deal with real estate transactions. I'm called what he is called a title searcher. I don't know what you would call it there. A property searcher. Um, do you let? Do you live in a apartment or is it a house? Yeah, I live in a bungalow. Um, so like a one-story house. Okay. But it's your guys' property. Yeah, it's my mum's. Yeah. Okay. So in short, uh, to try and put it in very common terms, when your mom looked at that house, she probably had somebody who was selling the house for whoever owned it before. And that's yeah. like a real estate agent. Well, yeah, we call them estate agents. Estate so, agents, um, okay. Which is not yeah. me. The estate okay. agent will usually draw up the contract between the person who owned it and your mom. So it's like a purchase agreement, some type of contract. You're okay. going to buy it for X amount. Well, that contract gets sent here in the United States, or whatever, to what's called a title company. And what that title company does, it says, Let's find out the history of this property. Not just not the house per se, but the actual land that that house sits on. Okay. What like utilities are coming into it? Does anybody have the right to use your backyard to cross through to get to a public street or anything like that? That's called a title search, and that's what I do. I find out what easements, what money is put against it you know people who have an interest and so we try to when you go to purchase it we try to clear up any of the debts that are against it if they were from prior owners or whatever we try to get make sure that whatever money you owe on it whoever your lender is has a senior position on it, or first position as they call it here and that your title or your deed to your property you are the only one that has 100% interest in it. You do not share it with anybody else. Right, okay. So, I'm a title searcher. That's what I do. I tell you the history of, of your property. Okay. But then you have, like, a house inspector who will tell you, like, oh, okay, well, they use some shitty cross beams here or the roof needs replaced or whatever. That's not me. That's kind of like, uh, that's kind of like surveillance, uh, surveillance isn't it? Uh, no. There's a job here called a surveyor who will tell you how, how you're how your property is lined out you know where's the most northern southern eastern western boundary and they usually put my work into a visual map so when i show you like hey you have an easement here and it's described in words here the surveyor will then go out and he'll show you exactly oh okay jim in this backyard there's a 10 foot wide strip that a 
an oil pipeline runs through your backyard. You can't build anything on top of it because this document says two owners of the property before granted them an easement. So that easement carries forward in time. So if they never use it, you can say, hey, you guys aren't using the line. I want to build a, a garage in the back or a shed here. You know, release your easement so that way I can build on top of it. So it's boring stuff. Pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a job I didn't have to go to school for, per se. It's it's a job that you can be on-the-job training and just years of experience to do. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, it's like with my job. and I like where I work um, because I like the people that I work with and things like that. So mm-hmm. I've got no issues. You know, I quite like going to work every day. It's not, you know, like not dragging myself sort of thing to go there. But at the same time, if I just put into a few words what I did, I'm an order input. Okay. So basically, um, for okay, I'm order input for key accounts, so for the high up accounts. But still, I'm just inputting data every single day, you right. know. And it's it's actually in some ways it quite a dull job. But because <laughs> because I actually you know like because I like the people that I work with you know there's perks with it and stuff like that then you know that's the only reason I stay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. I do a two hour commute every day just to go to that job. So really, two hour commute. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Well, the other day it was um it was two hours. Uh, that's two hours um there and back. Uh, so like one hour there and back. If oh. that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, in total, but. The other day, because traffic has been terrible, I actually did have to drive for two hours going to work. Ooh. Oh, that was a nightmare. An extra hour on top I of your sh- drive? Oh, fuck that. If you had a time machine, where would you go back or forward to? And if it was in a point of your life, when would it be and would you change anything? Uh, I would probably go back to the age of 18 and tell myself to fucking go to fucking college. Yeah. To fucking just stick with it, finish it out, no matter how much you fucking hate doing the fucking commercial world shit, just do it. I wanted to be a graphic artist, and I couldn't handle drawing other people's stuff that I didn't like. Okay. That's why I couldn't ever get through. Which I talked to, when we had it, talked to Tommy Lincoln on Cult of Dave, I just asked him, like, how do you do it as a commercial artist? Like, like somebody brings you a product that you just don't really give two rat's ass about? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It is so. hard, definitely. But I suppose it's just if you need, if you want to make money in life, you kind of have to do those things, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why Ken Way said now he's got his own thing and he's he can select what he wants to do or whatever. But yeah, I would definitely have pushed myself to stay in school. And probably my life probably would be, I don't know, if it'd be that much different or whatever. But I'd be, hopefully I would be doing what I like to, to do. Yeah. Well, there's still time, Jerry. You can always go back now. Yeah, I thought about just... Or whatever. Yeah, uh, I tried looking into it. Um, it's it's the it's the money situation. With me being mm-hmm. married, it's very hard to get uh, financial aid. Yeah. Especially if you make... or I mean, it's such a, a poverty level, it seems like you have to be at to try and get like good financial aid, so... I thought about just doing, it was kind of funny that with this conversation, I decided, I was like, maybe I should just do like a class here and there on things that would be useful to what I'm trying to do now. Yeah. That maybe I should just take, maybe through like a community college, just a basic audio class to learn, you know, maybe there's stuff that I don't know or whatever. Um, or just like 
maybe I should take a class on how to use like Illustrator so I can make really good graphics or logos mm. or whatever. So there's also um, there's Art Studio Lite as well, um, which is an app for iPhone and iPads, and that's quite good. You have to pay four ninety nine for it, but Art it's a very good app. Studio. Yeah, Art Studio Lite, L-I-T-E. Okay. Yeah, so it might be worth checking that one out. I will check that one out. With regards to me, I think, I don't know if I'd go back in time in a point of my life, because although I've made mistakes in my life, I'd, you know, it's kind of built me for the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. But I think that if, I mean, I'd probably go back in time in my life, I'd probably go back in time and spend like one more day with my dad, to be completely honest, outside of that i think if i was to go back in time it would be like the victorian era and oh. sort of see what it was really like and see if jack the ripper you know, <laughs> what he was like and you know try and solve the mystery of jack the ripper i, I think that, would be that guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've been watching a lot of serial killer things lately um it, I, I don't think it's a reflection on me but <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> but I've been watching, like, um, have you seen Manhunter? Manhunter is all about the Unabomber. Okay. And it's on Netflix. Okay. It's actually quite a good ser- a TV series. That does so, sound good. Yeah, it is. Um, it's like the the FBI trying to work out who he is, and they're trying to work him out through, um, you know, his writings rather than anything else. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, it's quite that's quite good. But I'm also a little bit sort of behind the times, but I'm watching Bates Motel as well on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, have you I seen that one? Or? I never did watch that one. No, but I quite no. like that as well. I'm in the second series and I'm really enjoying it, so... I'm way behind on a lot of stuff. Me too, yeah. It's, I am too. I mean, I'm about, I don't know. I'm just getting a month behind just on everything. There's only a few, few shows that I, I feel like I'm caught up on. So which ones are those? X Files came back on, so I've been watching X Files. It hasn't Files. come back over here yet, so I don't think. No, really, that's things. They just do like you know they've been. It's trending for them because they just do like six episodes a year, and that's been working yeah. for them. So um, this is like their second season of bringing X Files back again. It's been pretty good so far. Um, but then you know I like my comic book shows, so I'm caught up on supergirl flash arrow gotham those shows that's about it um do you watch comic book men um i do i usually dvr it there's not a whole lot i I don't know what the change is i just don't really sit down to watch a lot of live tv programming no i don't really either to be honest see they're pre-recorded or it's on netflix for Mm -hmm. me so yeah, because yeah, at Christmas I got an Amazon Fire Stick as well, and I was hoping to be able to put um, a program called Cody on it, so it meant that I would be able to watch things like Comic Book Men and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard but, of those Fire Sticks that have that on them. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but of course Cody is now um, being eliminated. So um, I've got well, I've got an Amazon Fire Stick, so it's really great. But it would have been good to have that extra bit. But yeah, never mind. It's just my luck, that is. <laughs> no, no. Uh, just watching stuff in general, just uh, it's just kind of it's kind of decreased for me. Um, I don't know. I think I'll probably just need a journal. Like, what do I do with my time in the evening? So that way, when people ask me, like, how's come you haven't watched this? What are you doing? Or 
I was screaming at reading that and be like, oh, okay, well, uh, for four hours I just sat in my office looking at the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I edited a podcast. I took a crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is what I do in my evenings. <laughs> um, what would be a good theme song for your life? A theme song for my life right now? Yeah. Hmm. It's a tricky one, so. Kind of is. See, I want to say Tom Petty comes to mind. What, like free falling? No, kind of like running down a dream or whatever. Is that how it goes? Running down a stream or? To be honest, I um, Tom Petty wise, there's only two songs that I actually know by him, so um, I don't know it. Well, let's add a little editing time here. Running down a dream by Tom Petty, and so you have not heard it before, and we will give you just a little clip here. Of course, you can't watch anything on YouTube without a fucking ad these days, and I refuse to pay for their shit. <laughs> All right, it's coming up here. I do recognize it. Yeah. That's good. I do actually quite like that one, so... I keep losing my voice today. (laughs) It's a good little tune. Um, I would always... I could also say uh, the song uh, uh, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, do you know what one of mine mine used to be? was Duality. I push my fingers into my heart. Oh, I will have to... (laughs) I will have to show you uh, at some point. I'll have to send you a picture because I bought one of those Facebook t-shirts that has Mickey Mouse. Because I hate Disney so much and it's Mickey Mouse (laughs) pushing his fingers into his eyes. (laughs) Oh, that's insane. (laughs) Yeah, Feel So Numb by Rob Zombie as well was another one. But um, I'd say that Walking on the Sun is more my... uh, kind of thing now um, okay. you know like you know it's just gone from being really doom and gloom <laughs> to being upbeat and you <laughs> so well that's good so that's yeah starting off the year on a good note yes positive definitely. songs we'll end it on a negative song <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that changes in december yes indeed yeah indeed so fingers crossed that yeah we'll have to come back in december yeah. and then um we'll yeah we'll have the same question We'll do a revisit. Yes. Yes, we will. <laughs> if you could visit any place in the world, money's no object, where would it be and why? Money is no object. On this planet, where would I go? No, I'm telling you, I probably had, I probably have to go somewhere nice, all inclusive. <laughs> well, you mean not, not like a shithole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd probably go to a, one of the nicer beaches on one of those shitholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If it's not if money's not an option or it's not, not a worry, yeah, fuck me, 
put put me on one of those islands. I don't care. Just any one of those Pacific islands. Just anywhere. Yeah. I'd be completely fine right there. I just wonder. I just wonder if like, because you know, like we all travel and we go to these places and it always seems like we're in awe when we get to a new place. Like, wow, this is so great. They have this here. I just wonder like those people that live on those islands. Do you think there's people that are just like, Jesus, I'm tired of this fucking beach. I'm tired of this fucking ocean water. Fuck. Yeah, there are. Well, I live by the sea in the water. And I have holidays getting into a city. So. <laughs> so he's. You know. Yeah, you go. <laughs> like, I would go to where you are and you'd be like, fuck that. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you specifically were coming over, I wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love I love seeing the beach and I love seeing the sea. Um, that's the the perks of where I live. It's the only perks of where I live. <laughs> now, but do you guys get to like? I, I mean, where you're at? I mean, is there like a public beach that you can go to or whatever and enjoy the yeah. ocean? Okay. Yeah, and then there's um. Uh, there's like a, st- a stony part of the beach and then there's a real it's real okay. clean sand yeah um it's really lovely sandy beach so cool. that's uh, that's actually in my town center uh, town center it's weymouth nice so but then because i'm in uh the county of dorset there's a lot of beaches and water around me okay um but then but then you go a little bit further on to a place called Devon, which is the next county along, and that's more fields. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, it's quite picturesque where I live. Yeah. It's just a shame of all the chavvy people and <laughs> old-age pensioners that, you know, ruin it all. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it would it, definitely be nice to, <coughs> to go somewhere like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. That's your holiday for this year. Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> Money's not an object, just fly on over. Ireland yeah. would be, I think, I'd be honest with you, I'd like to go visit Ireland as well, too. See, yeah, I'd love to go to Ireland as well. I've never been either. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to go there. New Zealand, I always thought New Zealand would be cool to go see. Um, yeah, again. Australia would be really fucking awesome to see. But, I don't know. There's nothing in Africa that I would want to go see in Africa. I just... Africa is never, it's just about because I was just thinking of all like all the countries and everything and never once in my, in my entire time have I ever said, I want to go to Zimbabwe. Like, no. like, I don't want to go there. I don't know why. Just Africa just seems no. very hot and a lot of things over there that would eat me. Yeah, exactly. I think if I was ever to go to Africa, it would be to go on a safari. But again, it would be the fact that everything could eat me. Yeah. Um, Netherlands uh, would be awesome. Like Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, Finland. I'd love to go to Norway. Yeah. Absolutely love to go to Norway. So, um, yeah, I'd also like to see the Northern Lights as well this year. France, yeah. France has never enticed me. Spain, no. Germany? Yeah. Germany would be would be cool. It was like when you go over there for um, uh, beer, you know, the beer fest thing yeah. that they do. Yeah, Oktoberfest would be, That's would the be one. sweet yeah. to see you. But no, that's probably about it. It sounds like you're going on a lot of nice holidays this year, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it make, it's kind it of strange because, like the the trip down to Dallas is like the first time. Like uh, my wife was just like, "No, you can go ahead and do that by yourself." I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of cool." Because usually she, we usually travel yeah. together if we go anywhere. It's always. Like, I think yeah, that kind of thing happens, isn't it? When um when you become a couple, 
yeah everything is to sort of together so yeah okay i've got a couple of silly questions now silly questions silly questions did adam and eve have navels did adam and eve have navels yes i'm pretty sure they would have but would they (laughs) (laughs) it's such a tricky one isn't it (laughs) huh huh well this is a funny question for me because you're struggling with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, well, Adam was technically not conceived out of anybody, so he would not have had belly button, technically. No. I mean, if you go by the biblical way. No. <laughs> I mean, two atheists trying to work out this question is right. actually quite ironic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I would think as atheists, we'd be like, well, yeah, someone had to give birth to it. It's science. Yeah. So... I guess okay. in biblical terms, no, they wouldn't because they were God's greatest creations. But in the real world where we don't believe in fantasy bullshit, yes, they did. Okay. They probably came from a monkey or whatever we evolved from. Oh, caveman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you could be invisible for the day? If I could be invisible for the day? Yes. Wow. I would probably... I mean, if you're completely invisible, now does your invisibility allow you to, you're still hindered by the confines of walls and doors and stuff like that, right? Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. Okay. Well, shit. I was going to say, I would sneak into the government and go read all the dirty files that we aren't not supposed to know about. (laughs) But But what you could do is you you could sneak in behind people. So there's ways around it. So you could sneak in behind people. Um, so when they open the door and then, you know, they open up the doors and then, you know, like if you're just, you know, in an area that nobody else is there, you're just like, I don't know, just open up. Until you, until you bump into them and they turn around and go, what the hell was that? And then you're just like, well, shit, where do I go? Where do I go? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but you and then just they stand. sneeze on you and their snot lands on your face and now they understand, oh, there's an invisible person in here. <laughs> There's a, there's a man covered in green slime. Yeah. How did you yeah. discover him? I sneezed and my booger stuck to his face. <laughs> uh, being invisible for a day would be would be fun. I mean, we can go completely deviant, and I would probably be in every lady's room just getting my jollies, you know. <laughs> um, like I said, you could sneak into like you know offices and find out all the gossip and dirty stuff you know yeah you could be a fly on the wall for your office as well so you could find out what people really think yeah yeah i've had that experience before how have you had that well when my daughter was smoking her shit she stayed the the day with me well i had security cameras set up everywhere and i watched her the entire day and then Uh, her and her sister had a phone conversation to where i was able to hear the whole entire thing because she put it on speakerphone so I literally ah, okay. got to have that feeling of a fly on the wall and listen to everything they said. And that's when it woke me up to like, okay, that's how you guys really feel about certain things. Good to know. Yeah. Oh, well, that is good to know. Yeah. So now you can work with it at least. Well, yeah. Don't you? It, 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 it caused me a point of uh, to get really pissed because she was at my house and then she called her sister. She was like, yeah, I don't think I want to be here anymore. Can you just come pick me up? And I was like, okay. I just texted her while she's on the phone with her sister. I'm like, don't worry about having your sister come pick you up. I'll be home for lunch and I'll take your ass back home. And that's when her eyeballs went. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I was listening to it. 
So then she quick ran downstairs into the garage to where there's no cameras in there. They can finish up their conversation. So I did have the feeling of being invisible, though. Yes, you did. So, you know. It's creepy. Probably everybody's listening to that. Well, fucking Jerry's creepy. Well, when it comes to your kids. Gotta try and protect them, haven't you? Well, find out what they really, really think. You know, they tell you one answer, but you're just like, okay, I know that was a bullshit lie. Yes. Yeah, but then I think we've probably done it to our parents, and you know. So oh yeah, tough. yeah, it's gone on so. and on. And I'm gonna have my last question: Do you think that fish get thirsty or ever get thirsty? Because you know, it is the talking cod's wallop podcast. It is so, the talking cod's. We have to end with a end with a fish question. With a fishy question. <laughs> yeah. So when the fish is swimming around, do you think it ever goes? Oh. I could really do with a glass of water right now. I'm parched. (laughs) Yes. Ew. No. I can't see a fish ever getting thirsty. No. No. Or do you think maybe they're oxygen? You know when they come to the top and they take a bit of breath? Look at me with my fingers going. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's their equivalent of having like a drink. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was supposed to be more of a funny question than anything else. No, totally. (laughs) I always wonder why fish think... did that in order just like Jesus man it'd just be nice to just feel dry for a couple of seconds yeah where's me towel <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know you ever thought about what it'd be like to be a fish for a day I haven't I mean see here's a good question for you to think about uh, okay. to piggyback onto that one if fish had hands, do you think they would get prune hands? <laughs> uh, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what would it be like to be a fish? Because I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't really matter what you thought about what it would be like to be a fish, because by the time it got round the other side of the bowl, <laughs> we'd be thinking, "What would it like to be a fish again?" Wouldn't it? <laughs> There as a fish swimming around. Oh, it's really quite nice. Oh, oh, I wonder what it's like to be a fish. Is this all there is? Is this all I get? Is this my hand in life? Why me, God? Why me? I want more. I want more. Oh, oh, I'm floating upside down now. Do you think that's how it is with both with fishes that are in there? I just Sorry, want to. I that? just want to be free. I just want to be free. Damn you, damn you, humans. <laughs> Why have you yeah. cursed me to this fishbowl? I think so. I mean, if you've ever seen uh, Finding Nemo, then yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. there. Yeah, they all got out, didn't they? So they wanted to. <laughs> 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 okay, well, I'm going to wrap this up now. All right. Th- thank you ever so much for being on the show. Well, thank you once again for calling. That's all right. We're doing, a, we're doing our thing, so. It's yeah. good. You got some good cod swallows coming down the pike here that I think people will be wanting to listen to. I'd like to hope so. So if you are listening and you really want to listen to more, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so do you want to give your Twitter handles or anything? Yes, Gemma. I would like to dish out all my Twitters for everybody since we said I had five of them, but I only should give you a couple. Uh, the personal account is at TESD underscore zombie. The network is at New Pod World Order. Drop the E on order. 
and you'll get to it because they only have so many characters we can put in our Twitter handle. <laughs> and the other one is at Soldier of Pod. At Soldier of Pod, yeah. Which is a, it's, you know, there's an, it, well, it used to be an independent podcast, didn't it? But now it's, um, you've got a partner. So, yeah. 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 So that's got a good. partner in the name of at Cindy Bunn. She's a yes. great person to talk to. Always fun. Just don't know yeah. some days what the fuck's going to come out of her brain, though. She can come up with <laughs> some real, so, some really good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> she always got. She's got a good outlook on different takes on stuff. Like I see something like one way, and she'll be like, "Well, it could be like this." I'm like, oh, good point. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. It's it's weird when you think about things in a different light, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which I've been trying to do more so. Yeah. Not let the news stir me into one direction. <laughs> okay well good luck ever so much with planet comic-con right and you're gonna do great coming this spring to itunes stitcher soundcloud and google play the new pod world order proudly presents cult of dave's This April, Dave Weimer and Jerry Butler will team up with internet heartthrob Robert Floyd. That's at 4ColorBigCat827 on the Twitters. And travel the globe and visit the most notorious spots of death, murder, and mayhem. Be warned and prepare yourself for... The Cult of Days. Death to 